powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Want to bet? Then get in on the action at Sports Interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond, and March Madness is on deck. Bet pre-game, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. Or in Ontario, download the app now using the QR code at the bottom of the screen. 19 plus, please play responsibly. The New York Rangers have been sensed. Welcome back, everybody, to Game Over Ottawa. I'm Maud, as always, and joining me today, we've got Bosty, baby. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, three and zero when I uh, when I appear on the the podcast. That's kind of a kind of a pretty good record. So, am I going to be here for the rest of the season? <laughs> Are the Sens just going to win the rest of the games? Are we winning out? Is it cup time? Maybe I'm. I'm kind of getting. Uh, I'm kind of <laughs> getting some vibes. Like uh, we might be going on a little run here. Maybe we'll have to uh, get you on here as much as we can because you are <laughs> you are undefeated so far. It's, and this one was a real one. I, I still claimed the undefeated before, but it was against like Arizona, and I think uh-huh. I can't remember who the first one is. Maybe like Montreal. So. I think we had Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. And then I think I had you on against Nashville as well. So those are all non-playoff teams, those three. Okay, I'll still take it. I'll take anything. The bar is very low for me to make a claim and uh, fan my <laughs> ego. But let's stop talking about me. The sense, baby. Hell yeah. And I think we got to talk about Jacob Chikrin right away because this is our first show since the trade. And I think before... I, I want to get into the details of the actual trade a little bit too, but I think before yeah. we do that, I want to ask you, what did you think of his game tonight? Uh, it was very clear that he is a player who hasn't played for two to three weeks and uh, has not even practiced with a team. But that being said, he still looked like he had... Well, he, he looked like another level from who we've been playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the amount of times he had his stick in the right place, making it really, really hard for the uh, the Rangers to get anything going on their what, like 11 minutes of power play that they had in the first half of the game. Uh, and just his pure strength on the blue line. The, the amount of times he got the puck, kept it in, got a shot off. It's a far cry from the Hamannick shots that have been coming from the blue line. Oh, yeah. His are next level. What, what about you, though? What, what do you think? You think he's uh, he's good? Yeah, I was really happy with him tonight. Like you said, considering he hasn't played in three weeks, you could uh, expect some rust. Uh, but yeah, like you said as well, the great defensive stick. And I was also really happy uh, with him jumping up into the rush as well. I liked that we got to see both sides of his game, that two-way game actually seeing. Because sometimes the defense will get a cre- get credited as a two-way guy, but they're, they kind of lean more one way or the other. But I think we saw both tonight, which was awesome. And we got to see him on the on the power play as well, too. And even with that, that slight little injury scare, he still ended up with uh, 19 minutes on the night, which is pretty good considering he hadn't played in three weeks. I, I was very happy yeah. with him tonight. I'm curious to see where he's going to land. Uh, I don't I don't know if they're going to be uh, keeping him on that third pairing where uh, where Branny was. Are they going to try and slot him in instead of Hamannick? I feel like he's just everything Hamannick might have, but better. So that's where I, I just want to push him right into that slot because I just think it's gonna gonna get Sanderson and it's gonna get uh, get Chikrin into a really nice little like I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself, but like. <laughs> It could be that could be the pairing for the set. It's like we could have Zub and Shabbat, Chikrin and Sanderson for like the next six years. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What's going on? It's it's kind of it's kind of amazing just how how quick our our perceptions of the Ottawa defense changed with just this one acquisition. 
I think there was one shift in the second period where I saw Sanderson and Chikrin out there together. I don't know if it's just that they were changing, <laughs> but I saw that briefly and I was like, oh my God, here we go. Like this, this is what we've been waiting for. So it was like, it's time. Yeah, I get easing him in on the third pair and uh, putting him with like a safe veteran and Holden. I, I definitely understand that decision, but I think we're all looking for him to uh, get up into the top four there for sure. And yeah, uh, absolutely. Shouting out Jared in the chat. He says that you manifested the Chikrin deal. Well, I don't know. I got to give credit to Jared. He's being he's being humble here is yesterday. uh, Or maybe it was after the Detroit game. He texted me saying, if the Sens trade for Chikrin tomorrow, I think we could get him into the lineup for uh, for the game against Patrick Kane. So Mm -hmm. Jared had a part there, but I'm pretty sure on every single game over I've been also like when I was on the uh, the Zoom cast, every single time I say Pierre. Who cares what we have to give up? It's Jacob Chikrin time. He's exactly what this team needs. He's exactly what why we have prospects and picks. Wait, we haven't even gotten to the fact that this trade happened where we still have Pinto and Greg on the or Greg on the team. Like yep. I I can't believe it. We still it have all those make prospects. Any sense. It's it makes insane. no sense. <laughs> oh, I've elated. It's yeah. so good, but it, we can see the difference that this makes. It gives us so many options from the back end. It gives us so many different kind of systems that we will be able to play through rather than 40-minute Thomas Shabbat ice time mm-hmm. uh, where he has to do all the hard work. And it's just, I can't, I'm excited to watch our game on Saturday, but I'm even more excited to watch our game in the middle of uh, March when, when he's had time to gel and set up because it's, it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, the biggest impact really is not having to play Shabbat so much, like you said. Like, <laughs> yeah. Regardless, here's the thing. I, I definitely want to see Chicken in the top four, but you could also do a bit of a Tampa Bay setup where they had Hedman, McDonough, Sergachev and just kept them all on the left side and they would kind of play them evenly with uh, with Hedman getting the edge at the top. And I think that's another strategy that could potentially be mm-hmm. done. Like, it's nice that we have these options, right? Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I think... I think the league is really moving a lot more into those sort of fluid, uh, flexible lineups. Like mm-hmm. if you look at some of the more successful teams, uh, Tampa Bay, they're they're a complete team. They're the most complete team that's ever existed in the last five years, from top to bottom. It's their third line can be their first line if they need to, and and their third pairing can be their first pairing. So if if Ottawa is going to start mirroring a team in a style, I would very much be here to watch our our. Uh, our team slowly morph into a Tampa Bay style and then what, win two cups in a row and make a finals in the third. I could, I could live with that. Yeah. I could go there. Could go for that. And Maybe uh, we'd have to win the third, though, for the unparalleled success. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got to gotta live up to those standards. And uh, speaking of options on the decor, we haven't even mentioned that Brandstrom didn't even play tonight. And he's been great lately. So the depth, man, like all of a sudden, it, eh? the sense having depth on defense is so weird to me. <laughs> and like we still have well like Larson he's fine but we still have JBD and Lassie Thompson mm-hmm. as well who yep. they've taken a big step this year but they could even take an e- a bigger step in the offseason kind of challenge for some of these slots uh I don't I, I was looking at the lineup I don't I don't know what I would do in this offseason like maybe a tool here or there but mm-hmm. like you have Crookshank Sokolov Greg, uh, Greg coming in do you really go out and get anyone else for that depth? And then you have this left side defense. And if chicken can play the right side, which he has in the past, it's, it, you don't need pair has pair has given himself a summer off. 
Like he he is fine. And uh, sorry, Matt Larose, aka Axe Matty, said asked what I'd cut in the playoffs, and uh, uh, maybe a Bruin if we make it. I'll 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 mm. I'll find a a, a live <laughs> or a, not a live Bruin, and I'll get one in half. Or uh, <laughs> who else could we play in the first round? A Hurricane? Yeah, it would be Boston uh, or Carolina. But it's gonna be Boston. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go outside. I'll be like one of those people who shoot at a hurricane. I'll go out with my big sword and <laughs> try wrestle and slice a bear. It in half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, where is it gonna go? <laughs> I'm just gonna shout out Charlie in the chat with a stat for the haters. Uh, we have to mention Stutzla has more goals than Matthews in only two games and two more periods played. Which uh, that's a just another amazing stat like Stutzla just absolutely off the charts this year well it, it I, I've been saying this like this is the Stutzla I thought I would see when he was 25 26 yep. really experienced I thought we'd see like 20 goals this year maybe 35 assists or something like that and I would have been elated that made me look stupid because this <laughs> this guy our lovely little German boy is just dancing he is making every that how many times did you notice Lafreniere Literally I, I could on one hand. Yeah, I one hand, and playing. it was once. And it was once, and it was because I thought someone else was him, and then I saw it was Lafreniere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, there he is there. It is absolutely insane that this is... It worked out this way, that Stutzler has far uh, surpassed Lafreniere and far surpassed Byfield. And it just it feels like it's... This feels like it's fate, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to get into this, but it's just like we went through so many hard times, and it was just like that Stutzler pick... And then the Sanderson pick, which kind of had a lot of question marks at the time. These players just turning into exactly what they we needed them to do. It just feels like things are coming up. We've had so much good news in a row that I'm just like, a cup's got to be there. Mm-hmm. In the next two years, we've got to get one for Daddy Giroux <laughs> and, and just kind of roll with it. And I, I watch these, this team. I watch them on, on Detroit. And it, it feels like this team is so engaged, so hungry. Mm-hmm. They want this that they I, want I it think so it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. 2007, it felt like we, we were owed it because we were the best team for like eight years in a row and just could <laughs> never beat Toronto. Yeah. 2017 was a mystery. Like that just, we snuck in and we did it. No one but can this explain one, 2017. It, it, yeah, it was, it was the best. Yeah, yeah. Eric Carlson and somehow Clark MacArthur, just kind of the, the clouds a lot parted and we got we got a little touch from God to get a little little fun in there. But this one, it feels like some strategy was in place. They're playing some ridiculous hockey, and as they get better, it's just what it's it's one cup, two cups. We'll <laughs> see if we can get three or four in a in a decade, but uh, it really is an exciting time to be a Sens fan. Yeah, Dorian with those absolute home run draft picks and Stutzla and Sanderson just absolutely knocking it out of the park and uh, setting us up so well for the future. And that Stutzla contract as well. And I bet oh. I bet he'll get Sanderson to a good contract as well. Like. I, I I have faith in Dorian at this point. I have to say, <laughs> like it, it, it's crazy to me, and especially this year with the ups and downs that we've had, and there's been a lot of questioning. Well, was he is he the guy to really bring us to the next level? Anytime that, well, not anytime in the last year and a half, two years, if there's questions that are in place, he comes out. He makes it work. The Brady Brady contract. We thought we were in it for a long kind of uh, holdout. We thought we'd have to overpay. It's a underpay at this point yeah. when you watch that guy on the ice then timmy stutzla just yeah no we're not going to do a bridge deal here you go you're here josh norris who isn't even playing we have him locked up for a long time this chukran deal means that to is completely on the table mm-hmm. we've got zub 
we've got Giroux. It's just it's just win after win after win. And there's some headaches, of course, but it's just I keep him. You asked me two weeks ago, I say, hey, you know what? He's done a great job getting us here. We need someone else to to get the last two, like few pieces into it. Not anymore. He's shown that he has the ability to make this work. Yeah, and um, you mentioned the cap hit of Chikrin there, allowing us to easily keep Dabrinkit. I think that's crucial too because Huge. some of the some of the other defensemen that we were rumored to be on were like Uyghur and Pareko with like literally making two million more on the cap, and like yeah. that would have been so much harder, such a tighter squeeze just to get like a full roster with all the current guys staying, and then like a, like I said, a Sanderson extension in a couple of years. Uh, so. That, well, and, that and a couple me... years too, with with both uh, Chikrin and Sanderson who are going to be up for for it. The cap's supposedly going to be like eight or nine million higher. Too, yeah, which... that's that's true. All right, cool. Let, let them cook. <laughs> We're good. That's the biggest thing to me that I love about the Chikrin deal is those two extra years on the contract yeah. and the cap hit. Like I, I'm shocked that another team didn't end up paying more for him really specifically because of that contract the the key thing for the sense here is like we were all debating whether or not dorian should be buying or not and like our opinions were swayed after those detroit games right some people were like saying <laughs> you know what go for it but even if it wasn't for those detroit games like even if we split those games or something i still would have been really happy bringing in chikrin because he's not yeah. a rental and it's a future piece as well as right now well that that's just it and i think i think the big thing that really swayed uh, Pierre to do it right then was those two wins were not going to be a top 10 draft pick like I, I'm not I think this team as we watch tonight these Rangers are not the Rangers from three months ago this this Tarasenko deal has been fantastic for them Kane first game it's Patrick Kane there's a lot you can say about him in a lot of different ways uh, but he is uh, he's a player who's done it before uh, they're a good team they're a real good team. Now in the East, there's a lot of good teams, but we just went toe to toe with them for 60 minutes, played just as offensively as they did, and also just kind of ground them out. We gave them so little space to get any great shots, any great second chances. Talbot came up big, uh, but also Halak in that first period. How mm -hmm. many friggin' saves Robin did he have Stutzla. on? Ridiculous. So if if you watch this game, like. Detroit aside, where we just clowned them, it shows that we're on another level than them. But then you watch us just two days later go in and play in Madison Square Garden on an emotional night for Brassard, and they play this kind of game. It's We're not the Senators from Chris Neal night. Mm -hmm. This is a, a yeah. team that has taken it to another level. I, I really do think that this Ottawa Senators team is top eight in the East and uh, if if we didn't screw up November or you look at the standings, if we just lost like four games in overtime, man. Yeah, it's those loser points. I keep saying this. it's so stupid. It it's sucks. ridiculous. Pittsburgh also has Buffalo. like 10 loser points. Yeah, it's brutal. It's, it's wild to me that, that the uh, discrepancy is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, for all the talk about Chicken, we have to talk about Derek Brassard as well. You you mentioned yeah. him, and I had completely, honestly, kind of forgotten about him <laughs> in my head because I'm so focused on this being the Chicken episode. But amazing from Brassard tonight. I loved his second goal. That was such a filthy move. Like at first, when I saw him starting to do the spin, I thought, "Oh, that's too many moves. Like you're gonna lose the puck in tight." But it totally baited Halak. It was a beautiful goal and. The two goals in his 1,000th game, just like Chris Phillips. I think that's so freaking cool. I kind of, I've been a Brassard. So I, I didn't think we were going to be as good as we are right now. And I mm -hmm. thought Brassard ate a 
spot for Greg or Sokolov or Crookshanks. And that never sat well with me at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's the only bottom six forward. He has 11 goals. Yeah. If your bottom six has, has 11 goals, you're doing okay as a, as a, as a bottom six player. So it's, it's, I, I apologize as <laughs> I know, I know Derek Broussard right now is in the locker room after we're donning the goggles watching this. I, I apologize. You really <laughs> have made a big difference and your big game brass. This is a big game for you, and we got our we got two goals and two points. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, he definitely lived up uh, to the nickname tonight, Big Game Brass. And uh, from Sens Communications on Twitter, it was uh, Derek Broussard was the seventh skater in league history to have multiple goals in their one thousandth game. And I just think it's funny that no. the Sens have had two. Like, what are I was the odds say, of that? Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be. That's totally ridiculous. Uh, friggin' hilarious. Uh, Charlie has a point too, though. We were really all over the place in the first half. Yeah, all those penalties. Bad penalties. And we still managed to come out. It's just kind of, well, even against Detroit, our penalty taking, it's been great for us because we're killing most of them. So our, like, we're what, fourth in the league on penalty kill? Which is, remember the Duchesne Uber video where we were talking about how bad our That was all about the PK. Yeah, exactly. We're already, we're past that. It's kind of nice. Was that when Boucher was still the coach? I think, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. at least it's no different. one, no one's still around from that. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different team. But yeah, despite all those uh, rough penalties, I was really impressed with the PK tonight. I guess, uh, and speaking of penalties, uh, <laughs> we, we do have to talk about the Austin Watson hit as well. Uh, I, I have to assume you would agree that that was a, a five minute major. It was a five minute major. I, I don't think it was charging. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch where he starts, it didn't look like charging. It was a hit to that. Yeah. So it should be a five-minute and a game misconduct. I'm fine. I think that game misconduct should be handed out a lot more frequently uh, because it hits to the head have to have to get stopped. Um, but uh, it, I didn't, it wasn't a charge. I don't know why they didn't want to call it a hit to the head. It mm-hmm. should have just been a hit to the head. Uh, but, yeah, kick him out five minutes and... Uh, as great as Waddy was in the Detroit game, I, I stayed till the uh, till the end of his interview and cheered his name. So I, I appreciate him. But if there was one player on the team tonight that was going to get kicked out, I am very glad it was him. <laughs> yeah, it's <was laughs> a unfortunate moment for him uh, after kind of becoming yeah. the, the hero in the last couple of games. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, are you are you happy with him potentially staying past the trade deadline now? I'm ha- yeah. I I I don't. <laughs> I look at the team. What would we get for him? A third, a fourth, maybe. Yeah, which, you know, pick, you look at our, you look at our drafts, uh, our draft, and we could definitely use a, a pick in the first four rounds. After that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they clearly like him in the room. He has an X factor on the ice that sometimes good, sometimes bad. I don't see why you make any changes here. This team is so close knit, so tight knit. And like you listen to them talk about, hey, we we're making a push, so Pierre feels good about adding a player. We want this. We feel like we've earned this. They have a mentality that is, we we deserve what we're gonna get, so we're gonna work really hard to get what we get. That didn't make any sense, but y'all know <laughs> what I kind of mean. Uh, so I don't want to change that up. I want to keep this exactly the same. And in the off season, yeah, we've got we've got time and space to let a couple of players in the bottom six walk off and see if uh, internally we can fix them or if something comes out externally. Absolutely. But you let him ride here. And if we make the playoffs, you know, he's going to be a hundred percent every yeah. single game. Yeah, he is. He's the player that you want in the playoffs. You don't want him in the regular season. If you could sit him, you would and just kind of punch him in because it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a ride with him. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have to say with the trade deadline being tomorrow, it would be fun if we brought in a, another player just yeah. for depth, maybe even because uh, they've been saying that maybe the Sens will bring in a center. I'm I don't really know what type of deal that would be if it would just be like a fourth line type center or if they're thinking more of like a rental and kind of move Pinto yeah. down in the lineup. I'm I'm kind of curious to see if anything ends up materializing with that. Uh, who's who's left? I'm trying to think of who's left. <laughs> That's the thing center. is thinking of who's left. Yeah. I feel like whoever <laughs> uh whoever ends up getting traded tomorrow is going to be people that like you didn't expect to be traded, right? Yeah, exactly. Which would make it fun. Mm-hmm. But uh I'm trying to who's who's on so Lars Zellers was moved. He was someone that I had kind of on the peripheral. I think he would make sense, but yeah. he got moved to a pretty good one. Uh all right, cap friendly. Show me the pending uh <laughs> pending ufas who's on washington yeah washington Ooh. being a, a big seller i was uh sean sean monahan he uh, can be I, someone man when was the last time he played i think he's been out for like months uh, oh yeah actually you're right if, if not that. though that would that would be awesome i think uh i had seen kevin hayes's name thrown around it but i had to go to cap friendly to check uh the term on his deal because obviously when i saw hayes mentioned they were saying like at 50 percent retained which would be good but he has three more years on his deal after that so i i don't think like after bringing in chikrin as the guy with term i think if we do add another player here i think it has to be a rental or someone on like a steal of the contract you know who i wouldn't hate yeah Ben benino out of san jose he's mm. old I don't know if we want to add another 35-year-old player. That's my only concern. But Nick Benino, he's got he's got a lot. He's steady. And we all know the Benino, 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 Benino moments out of Pittsburgh. So he does have the experience there. Yeah. He wouldn't be expensive. I bet we could get him for like... You could get him super cheap. Yeah, you could get him for a fifth rounder. Like I'm trying to think of like a middling prospect out of Belleville. Mm -hmm. Like just anything that, that would work off that. Hey, 10, yeah, okay. 10 goals on the year. More. That's uh, that's more than anyone in our bottom six except Broussard. So I wouldn't That's complain. exactly it. Yeah, and I've got a couple of buds who are big, big San Jose fans, and they they love Bonino for just the stability yeah. he brings to a line. Okay. I just worry that he's going to be... It, 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 just, it's, it would be an interesting move at this point for mm -hmm. him to come out there, but probably not bad. Who else? Derek Ryan. Colin White, baby. Oh. Come on, come on down. I guess... Are you allowed? He must be oh, on a one-year deal, right? Yeah, he, I think he was just a one-year deal out of... Uh, yeah, could we... Yeah, but even, are, are we allowed to do that? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I feel like if a team... Like, it might not... I feel like it might not even be in the rules because what a weird scenario it would be to reacquire a player that you bought out. I guess... But I guess maybe if you're trying to circumvent the cap, like, buying them Well, out I remember Washington. Washington, I think, traded Brooks or pick to... Was it Vegas? I can't remember who. Who immediately bought him out, and then Washington re-signed him. That's right. The half price contract where the buyout kind of topped him up. Mm -hmm. So like, there's there's something you could do. We could make something happen there, but still, <laughs> I don't know if I, uh, if Whitey is yeah, the guy know. at this point, though. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. it. It would just be it would be funny because they loved him so much in the in the room. Yeah. All right, I've gotten far guy. enough down the uh, the page that I'm seeing Dylan Gram Gambrell's name as uh, UFA's. <laughs> oh so I God. think I'm gonna stop afterwards for anyone there. Hey, shout out to Gambrell with another assist tonight, though. He's on fire lately. Just is that four? Shocking. I think I think. Four, it's three or four or something. Let me see. Yeah, four assists on the year now. And he had 
like a 30 one. game pointless streak so that's that's pretty <laughs> sick he had like one assist in 100 games or something insane <laughs> like that so like good for him he must he must be enjoying himself and i think i think they're happy that a whole bunch of stuff is uh it's working at yeah charlie eric stall would be interesting yeah i hate eric stall personally <laughs> he runs goalies and i always get real mad but yeah it, it would be hilarious if florida sells Mm-hmm. Because I would love well, that. It, it, can, Florida, we're ahead of Florida. Yep. Like it, last year's Florida record-setting whatever team, hundred point, three hundred point players or whatever stupid thing it was. Wild. <laughs> they're uh, they're missing that uh, Huberto and Barkov chemistry. I think like Kachuk has been uh, yeah. great, but like it, it, I think it disrupted their team too much. And and losing Uyghur on the back end, that's it, tough. Well, so. It's it's exactly it, and that's the problem when you sign a goalie like uh, Bobrovsky to a ten million dollar yeah, deal. That's rough. You can't do it. poor goalies. You know, you think about them. There's only thirty or sixty four positions. You can't really make that much money. Mm-hmm. You kind of have the worst job on the ice. Like you got to be dumb to be a goalie. But they're always my favorite. So <laughs> let's go. Yeah, that's uh, there was. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go. I was just going to say that's one thing that I do really like about the Sens' current cap structure is that we're going with cheaper goalies and having a tandem in terms of, like, Talbot and Forsberg as a, as a tandem has been up and down this year, but I think that's kind of the way to go goalies in that 2 to $4 million range and having two of them who can just split the season. Like, that's, I really love that Dorian decided to go that route. I'm, I'm wondering what we do next year because... Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. Sogard has not proved himself in the AHL, but he's proved himself in the month of February in, in the NHL with, with four great games, five great games. You can't fault the one we lost. That wasn't on him. Uh, and he doesn't look out of place, except he, he loves to drop his stick, and that just terrifies me. <laughs> if you watch every game he's done, there's at least one moment where he drops his stick, and he has to like scramble out to get it. So at this point, so we've heard that the Talbot senators discussions kind of went nowhere mm-hmm. i could see them booting it up again uh yeah. and i could i could absolutely see them next year it's tough because we're gonna have marilinen who is having a ridiculous season out in finland yep uh do you want to eat a spot in the ahl uh with sogard and marilinen there when they're both the ones that should be starting every game mm-hmm. mandalizi has shown that he's got some potential I really like him. I think he's really good, but I don't think he's better than Sogard or Marilinen, so I wouldn't be surprised to see if we find an AHL landing spot for him where he can get more, more consistent time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, those are the weird questions I have. I am I think Forsberg is one of the most underrated goalies in the league, and I don't know if our, our friend Louis from the ZooCast is in this chat, but <laughs> uh, he is uh, he's a big brain, and uh, we've gone over some stats there, and he, he can bring up some stats that show that he is very underappreciated. And the fact we had to run him through all of the bad games in November and early December mm-hmm. really took a toll on his numbers, and it's not it's not really uh, reflective of his skill. So he's still he's 30, 30, I think, next year. Still pretty Sogard young for is, a goalie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like Craig Anderson, I don't think we got till he was 31 or whatever, and mm-hmm. he ran him till he was and he's 42 still going. or... And he's still ridiculous. So with him in that, and then Sogard playing, maybe I just worry about running Sogard too often, but I really think that's a combination you can go with. As we saw, uh, trading away young goalies or not giving an opportunity with us doing with Gus, which last year Gus did not look like he would ever get to the level he's gotten out in Minnesota, so Mm -hmm. no fault, uh, Pierre. But 
it would be really, really uh, interesting to see if Sogard can have a little run like that too. It's just one of those things where if we have an injury, if if Forsberg goes down like the injury has right now, I that's that's where you gulp because you've got Marilinen who has played an OHL season in North America and that's it, and Sogard who is ready to run with a, a starting position, which I don't know if that's true. So that's the big question I have. I do want to watch it. I do want to watch them. Yeah, uh, but basically before the Detroit games, uh, I was thinking Talbot was going to be as good as gone. Like there was a rumor yeah. that he turned down an extension, which doesn't necessarily mean that he couldn't still re-sign. Just means like the one specific offer was turned down. But uh, I think I in buyer mode now, I think we're keeping him. I gotta, I gotta give. I know I'm, I'm going there. I just have to give a shout out to uh, Steve in the chat. He's someone I went to school with, a huge Flyer fan. So, Steve, I hope you're enjoying watching Claude Giroux have a, a season of a lifetime. Uh, we were in a hockey pool back when I was uh, in school with him, and he was the commissioner. And we used to cheat every day oh and change God. the rules so that our teams <laughs> were better. Uh, and he said that Dante Fabro could be a cent tomorrow, which was someone that was on the, on the record or on the, uh, on the rumor mill too. Which I don't know. Mm-hmm. be interesting it's some fun name the sense of a bunch of fun names so keep that going before we got chicken fabro was one of the guys i was looking at as someone yeah. who could be a sneaky good acquisition like he's been he's been a solid top four guy for nashville for a while now and he doesn't have like amazing advanced stats but pretty good as well considering nashville's like a middling team uh, his age is right in our uh in yeah our the age as well and he would have been a, a, another cheap contract as well but but chicken yeah, at this point with Chikrin. <laughs> Chikrin. If, if they gotta, did gotta somehow get Fabro, that would just be the most stacked decor, I guess. Well, like, how, much is, how much does he make right now, Fabro? I think it's less than three mil. Like, it's pretty damn cheap. We could fit him in and then... Fit him in and find flip a... him or something. Yeah. I got it here. 2.4, and then he's an RFA at the end of the year. Which we probably wouldn't be making... Ah, okay, no. Again, too, too ahead of myself. I'm happy with Chikrin, but Fabro... Yeah, can you imagine if we put Fabro there? Like, if, if we swapped out Holden and Hamannick for Fabro Chikrin? If they got another defenseman, that would be ridiculous. Oh, I think just... I think they're too attached to Hamannick, though. Yeah, I don't think and... we're gonna see him going out of the lineup anytime soon. I, I'm I'm nervous for what happens in the offseason with Hamannick. <laughs> I don't hate him. I don't hate him like a lot of people do, but I am. I I do think that it is the time to move on from him. Someone else asked in the chat a while back about the offside call. Yeah, and whether there should be a uh, a time limit to, between when the offside happens and when the goal happens, and I think we talked about that on on like the first time I was on. I remember talking Game about Over. it on the show yeah. before for sure. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. I don't know how long the puck was in the zone before Brady tipped it in, but it wasn't like Brady had skated that in and scored on the breakaway mm-hmm. like he brought it in cycled it up the boards we had two cycles afterwards and then it went in and i'm really i am i am of the mindset that i think if the offside occurs within like five seconds of the goal you should be able to call it but anything before that it's mm-hmm. just come on we can't until we have robots as referees the human error that is in, in effect is a part of the game like look Ottawa wouldn't have been scored on shorthanded if the refs didn't realize that uh, it was it was our own stats. That's that true. I was the surprised the they didn't face. review that because I've seen that get reviewed. Before. They can. It, I mm-hmm. I have no clue why. It was why really they weird. Yeah, it was it was wild. It was karma to give us the shorthanded goal against, but still. Mm-hmm. But what, what do you think after a season of offside calls? Usually they're to the benefit of Ottawa. You know, 
Yeah. I think we've only had about three goals called back this year on offsides, and we've had about five or six against or four or against us that we've got called back. My my heart sank when I saw that final replay angle that like sh- proved that it was offside by just like a millimeter. Because if we ended up uh, losing the game after that, that I oh. I would have been so sad. So thank God we pulled it out in the end. But yeah, in terms of the time that the goal is scored after the zone entry it's a really tricky problem for me because i definitely agree that the actual zone entry had nothing to do with the goal that was scored eventually you could argue that every zone entry does lead to a goal regardless (laughs) if the puck isn't cleared but the thing is that the other team does have chances to clear it uh within Mm -hmm. that time before the goal is scored but so like in my head it makes sense but then i just think about if you set any specific time, like, like let's say 15 seconds or something, then we're going to re- be reviewing with the clock. Was the goal scored at 14.9 seconds or was it 15.1 seconds? And then we've added an, a new element of yeah. razor thin margins, basically. So it's I feel like it's almost like an unsolvable problem. I don't I really don't know. Like, it feels like it is a problem to me, but I don't know what they should do about it. <laughs> I just I'm getting tired of how many stops for these things happen because I was I was terrified the Sens were going to let it slip through their fingers. I thought that might have been one of those deflating moments because right afterwards, the Rangers brought it to us for like three minutes straight and Talbot came up with some big saves. I think that was also the one where Sanderson had that ridiculous diving block of a shot that was like mid-air yeah. like a saucer pass that mm-hmm. he knocked out. <laughs> okay, I gotta He's talk so about Sanderson He's again. so good. Like, he, has, he has 22 points or something. And he is also every ga- every game our most steady defenseman, mm-hmm. and this is his rookie season. It is a damn crime that he is not being talked about for the Calder because I I think he's better than Beniers. I think Beniers has a much easier job in Seattle being a second line center and just kind of potting in a bunch of goals on a good system team. Yeah, Sanderson is on the damn Ottawa Senators <laughs> who for the first half of the year had no clue carrying and he Travis Hamonic. Exactly. It he should be the Calder winner, and I don't particularly think it's close for anyone else. And he's not even going to get nominated. I yeah, it'll that, suck when he doesn't get oh. nominated. That's gonna be stupid. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like I don't know who who are the the rookies here, this year. Beniers gonna win. It'll be it Beniers. Like it'll 50. be Power, and it'll be Logan Thompson. I think that's what it's gonna be. Which power is good. He plays more ice time, but I think Sanderson has a bigger impact on the team because bigger and a harder job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and and Thompson, whatever. Give it a goal. I I do think goalies deserve a little love too. But mm-hmm. if you're gonna do a defenseman, I think it's Sanderson by a country mile this season. Yeah, totally agree with that. And uh, with that, we are pretty much out of time for tonight was there oh, any we, we could go thoughts? like two more hours like let's, <laughs> yeah let's i wish just, we're, we're just scratching the surface no of course <laughs> not it's a it's a wednesday night at 10 30 we've all got some some running around our neighborhoods to yell about the sends and uh and go but i want i want do the sends make the playoffs do you think that we're gonna catch up to the islanders the penguins won tonight Ooh. but we the have we're four I, uh, it's the I we're four points back from the islanders with three games in hand mm-hmm the, the fate's the in our own hands. Yeah, the only... And I think it's Buffalo is the other team that we kind of have to fight off. We're two points... Or we're tied with them. Or Basically, we need to gain on Buffalo and just ride it out on uh, on Islanders. Mm-hmm. You think if, we're doing it? If I had to predict right now, I think we'll miss by like two points or so. But I yeah. think we will get into the wildcard position at, at at least one point. Like, I think oh. we'll have a pretty good win streak at some point here and get up. And then we might slip out. I don't know. 
Uh, that's that's just it. But you know what? Start of the season, I, I've tweeted this like a, six times this year. Start of the season, I said all I wanted was after in the new year for the games to matter. And when I bought my season ticket package, I put as many games as I could in February to April. So there's like four mm. more games I'm still yeah, going. That's paying off am, now. I'm so happy. Like I've got the last home game is against Carolina, and I swear if that's a, a clinching game. I will be unhinged. You will see me on Sports <laughs> Center getting kicked out after throwing, I don't know, like a brick through a window when we win. But uh, let's let's go, Sens. It's been five years since we've had games that matter, and it's just so much fun having games that matter. Mm-hmm. Yep, things are looking up. I am very excited for the rest of this season, as I'm sure all Sens fans are. That's where we're going to leave it for tonight. Leave a like if you enjoyed. Subscribe to SDPN. Follow Bosti on Twitter. and uh, If you want. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good night, it's not, everyone. It's not great. <laughs> Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.